This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, 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 hey! And now it's time for True, True Tales, Tales from the Book of Mormon. Okay, just a little disclaimer before we start this one. I have expounded on some of the things that Alma and Cora Horse said, and I tried to stay as close to what I believed they meant, but it is not all their words. It is not what they said. This is my interpretation of what they said. And so uh, here we go. Long ago, in a land not far away, the people had gathered for a debate. All right, if everyone could find their seats, welcome to the debate. Uh, on stage, we have Korahor and Alma. Thank you both for being here. I am Gagog and I will be the moderator tonight. I know supporters of both sides have been waiting for this night, so let's get started. Korahor, first, a question for you. You have risen to popularity seemingly overnight and have acquired quite a following. To what do you attribute your success? <laughs> Besides my majestic good looks, I'll tell you, Gagog. I tell the people what they want to hear. It's a shortcut to being loved and listened to. People are so sick of the lame traditions their parents burden them with. Be kind. Don't cheat. Share your stuff. Don't party all night. Don't do drugs. They're trying to lead you down the path of righteousness. I want to lead you down the path that rocks. Uh, Alma, how do you respond? Are your teachings lame? Of course not. The high priest Gidona tried to explain this to you, Korhor, at the last debate. People who keep the commandments are happy and have peace. Happiness is lame? Why do you want to ruin their happiness? It's not ruining happiness to free the people from all the dumb rules. You just have those rules so you can boss people around and make them feel bad. I say happiness is giving in to all your desires. Do whatever you want. Stop caring. That's happiness. Okay, Alma? Korhor has accused you of getting rich off the work of the people. That you use your power to keep the people down and take their money. Do you deny it? <sighs> Obviously those are lies. I have never taken a dime for all my work. I have paid for my own travel and everything else just to have the chance to teach people and bring them the joy of knowing about Jesus Christ. If I get no money to work so hard in the church, why would I do it if it wasn't true? We love the people we serve. You really think we're tricking them? Uh, yup. Korahor, the Zarahemla Times stated that you don't believe in God. Is that true? Yup. No God, no Christ is coming to redeem the people from their sins. No way, no how. You guys just made all that up so you can boss people around. Nobody can know the future, so you can't say there will be a Christ. Alma, how do you respond? So you say nobody can know the future, but you know in the future there will be no Christ? Oh, snap! Ugh, you guys are idiots. Seriously, 
You are bound. You're tied up by pretend hope. Why would you yoke yourselves with this nonsense? Uh, that's a good question, Alma. Discipleship does not mean we surrender our freedom and individuality. On the contrary, we become the best versions of our unique selves and our unique talents by the learning and growth that comes through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And yes, we are yoked. Told ya. We are yoked with Christ, who said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. We will all have to carry burdens and wade through mud in this life. Are you suggesting we do it alone? I'd rather be yoked to the most powerful being and creator of all things who loves me and wants to help me. But your rules are a cage. You can be free like me, no consequences. Korhor, addiction is the ultimate cage and there will always be consequences. Broken hearts and broken homes, ruined relationships and bitterness those are cages. Remember Nephi said, Satan uses flax and cords to tie us up. Being tied up is a cage. Christ will come to free us from our cages. Oh, right. Christ who will come in the future. There you go again. No man can know anything that is to come. Uh, will the sun rise tomorrow? Obviously, doy. Yes, obviously, doy and no doy. How do you know what is to come in the future? Because of the evidences of the past. There have been prophets since Adam, and their prophecies have always happened every time in the past, just as the sun has always risen. And there are more prophecies about Christ than anything else. He will come. So you expect me to believe in a God I cannot see coming in a time I cannot live until. That's convenient. Sorry. I can't know of things I can't see, and neither can you. Alma? Right. Proof. Science. Well, guess what? I also believe in science and proof, but not because I see it. At the end of this debate... I'll do a mic drop, and the mic will drop, because of a force you can't see. Gravity. Just like gravity, you can only see the effects of it. I see the effects of my faith in God daily, thereby proving to me that even though I can't see him, I know he is there. Okay, let's move on. Korihor, your most recent campaign ads say Alma is crazy, that he has a frenzied mind. How do you justify what so many see as mudslinging? <laughs> he does have a frenzied mind. Religious people are crazy. They talk about spiritual experiences and feelings and magical ways our sins will disappear. Alma, comments? Korhor, you can see what we see and feel what we feel. To say we're crazy for having experiences that you don't have it's like you being blindfolded and then telling all of us who can see that we're crazy for seeing. Who sounds crazy in that scenario? Good one. I mean, thank you for your compelling answers. Korhor, you claim that every man fares according to the management of the creature. Can you explain what that means? Survival of the fittest, yo. 
If I'm smart, I'm going to do better than you dummies out there. While you count your blessings, I count my capabilities. I'm handsome, I'm brilliant, I'm beefy. Look at my muscles. Alma, is he really kissing his muscles right now? <sighs> when Korahor says management of the creature, he means manipulation. He's a salesman. And his survival of the fittest means he's not looking out for you. He doesn't care about people that he deems weaker than himself. In fact, he only cares about himself. You think? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> Korhor, you were in the news recently for being arrested. How do you defend yourself? I don't defend myself because I have done nothing wrong. See, I can't do anything wrong or commit any crimes because there is no right and wrong or crimes. Right, ladies? Wink. We're all going to die and turn into dirt, so why not have some fun? I'm the candidate of fun. If you vote for me, there will be pot machine on every desk and no school on Tuesdays. San Dimas High School football rules! Wow. Alma? Rebuttal? <laughs> you said buttle. <sighs> In the future, a prophet named Joseph F. Smith will say, Some people cannot think of anything else but annihilation. What a glorious prospect for the sinner. Then he can say, Let us eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die, and the next day we'll be annihilated. And that will be the end of our sorrow and of God's judgment on us. Don't flatter yourselves that you are going to get out of it so easy. End quote. Uh, did he just prophesy of a prophet prophesying? <clears throat> I still have the floor, Korhor. You say that when you die, that's the end. Have you ever stopped to consider that if you're right, you'll never know? And if you're wrong, you'll know forever. Gulp. What? Nothing. Well, uh, this has been interesting, to say the least. Let's get to the closing remarks. Alma, you can go first. Melma, mookie mo mirst. Anyway, so throughout Korhor's campaign, he has said, it's up to me to prove there is a god. But I say to him, can you prove that there isn't? Can you see that Christ will not come? When I look around, I see that all things denote there is a god. Have you seen the ocean? Have you tasted a pumpkin Krispy Kreme donut? Have you smelled a lilac tree or ever studied the night sky? Ronald Reagan will one day say, Sometimes when I'm faced with an atheist, I am tempted to invite him to the greatest gourmet dinner you could ever serve. And when we have finished eating that magnificent dinner, to ask him if he believes there is a cook. Korhor, your last words? Literally. You know what? You haven't proven anything. You want me to change my views? You want me to be sorry for the things I've done and said during my campaign? Show me a sign. Ask your imaginary friend to show me a sign. Uh, bad idea. Oh, I see. You can't. What a loser. Show me a sign and you win. Don't you want to win? Seriously, don't. 
everyone. Sign, 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 sign. I am so sad. Why is your heart so hard? I guess it's better for you to lose your soul than to take down a bunch of people with you. But are you sure? Sign, 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 sign. <laughs> if you say sign one more time, you will be muted. Literally. Sign, sign. Uh, can we get Korahor's mic turned back on? No? Oh, the mic is on? Oh, wow, I see. Folks, it appears as if Korahor has lost the ability to speak. Alma should be happy. Why does he look sad? Korahor is writing something down. Nephi Hall will read it. He wrote, I can't talk. I know that God did this. And I always knew there was a God. But the devil tricked me and told me what to say. When I said it, people liked it. And I liked being popular. I said the things I was taught so many times that even I believed them. My bad. Can you take the curse away now? Nope. I know you'll just do it again. I'll leave it in the Lord's hands. So Korahor slumped his shoulders and slowly walked out. He had to beg for food and eventually was trampled to death. The end. Ding! So what? Why is this story included in the Book of Mormon? Because we will encounter people like Korahor in our day. It's important to notice that Alma didn't go looking for a debate or a fight. According to Milla and McConkie in their book Sustaining and Defending the Faith, modern-day Korahors thrive on controversy, debate, and contention. Yet, inevitably, their popularity rests in the appeal to the carnal nature of man. That means that people will love arguing and debating, and they love the attention they get from it. Pretty soon, their messages start sounding like Korahors and agreeing with the views of the world. We should have good discussions with people about our beliefs, but we should avoid contention and fighting. The prophet's wife, Wendy Nelson, said, The doctrine of the Savior is zero contention. Zero. It's so hard to walk away from a battle, especially when you feel the other person is wrong. But I can tell you, you aren't going to change their minds. They have no interest in that. And the devil laughs when we bring in the bad feelings that come with fighting, especially if it's about our beliefs that we hold sacred. Walk away. Be kind. Let your actions and peace speak louder than the points you really wanted to make. The other thing I think about is that we are all antichrists when we fill ourselves with guilt instead of hope and when we depend on ourselves instead of Jesus Christ. That's not who Christ is and that's not what he teaches. That's the opposite. Believing in and focusing on grace makes us the people he wants. Knowing that alone we are nothing, but choosing to be with Christ and to depend on him is everything. First and second books of Nephi, Jacob, Venus, Jeremiah, Nine words of Mormon and Mosiah, singing this is so fun. Alma, Helam, and third, fourth Nephi, Mormon, Ether, and Moroni, learn the teachings of the prophets in the Book of Mormon. Hey, 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 hey!